Hi, and welcome to Pastor's Ponderings. I'm Pastor Kevin. And I'm Pastor Ryan. And we're glad you're able to join us. We look forward to diving into this past Sunday's sermon and other things that are going around in our world. We hope that you enjoy your time with us this week. Hello, Pastor Kevin, and Happy New Year. Hello, and Happy New Year back to you, too. It's been a while since we have <clears throat> sat down together for this podcast. Yes, it has been too long. I've been, yes. I've been missing it. Me too. And so we're not going to go back and discuss all of the sermons that have happened <laughs> from our last episode until now. And so probably a good idea, right? That we could be here for a while. Yeah. So if you have questions, though, if one of the sermons piqued an interest or caused some questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we'd be happy to answer questions. And who knows if it's a really good question, we might even throw it in at a future podcast. Quite possible. Uh, but don't be offended if we don't. No. Um, but we're going to jump into yeah. where we are at currently. We've continued our way through the book of Ephesians. Yes, we are. Yeah, And we've made our way to near the end of chapter near five, the end of chapter five. Yeah. I think next week we bridge chapter five to chapter six, I think, mm -hmm. or do we just start fresh? So this, this next Sunday will be the end of chapter five for sure. Yes. However that looks. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been marching along. We didn't take any breaks really. I mean, we did a Christmas Eve thing, but we just kind of kept the right. yeah. kept the focus on Ephesians right through. And it's always just been such a timely word to me. It has been. Very encouraging, very uplifting, helpful. Mm -hmm. I've had many people have responded by saying they're really enjoying this sort of pace mm -hmm. that we're going through yeah. uh, the book of Ephesians and learning lots. Yes. Yeah. I found it really healthy. It's not so quick where you feel like you're missing, but not so slow that you're like, we're still in yeah, we're still, <laughs> we're still in chapter yeah. two and yeah. it's been six months. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's right. No, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, it's been, um, it's been a really good journey for me. Mm -hmm. So this past Sunday, we picked up on the final three, uh, the third rather, of three different ways we're supposed to walk. Mm -hmm. So I guess in that sense, we could maybe highlight a couple of things from the previous yeah. Uh, messages. By the way, if you want to go and find a message, you can go onto our Facebook page mm -hmm. and it will be recorded on Hinton Alliance Church Facebook page. It'll right. be there. You can watch the whole service. Yeah. It's also recorded on YouTube. Yes. And that's called Hinton Alliance Worship. Okay. And so you can go there and find the messages as well. And uh, that's the whole service. And then there's also a recording on our website. Yes. That you can go to and just hit the tab that is media. Mm -hmm. And then under there, there's there's the podcast is there. There is the message from Sunday, which is the full service. And then I think there's also there's an audio recording, an audio just, recording the just the sermon. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there are several ways that you can, uh, if you've missed any, you can always go back and find them mm -hmm. and um, listen to them at your leisure. Yes. If I just go back three weeks, let's just go back to the beginning of chapter yeah. five, I think would be the easiest. We started out by saying that God is love mm -hmm. and that we are to imitate God right. in his loving acts. Mm -hmm. So imitation is, a, you know, like we say, imitation is a form of flattery. Yeah. Uh, but it really is something that I think Christians can do because mm -hmm. we're, we can imitate. Right. right? We can definitely, definitely imitate. And, and all we have to do is just study up and say, okay, here's how he did it. So I'm going to imitate. I'm mm -hmm. going to use him as my example and right. do what he did. And uh, we are to love because we're loved. We're dearly loved children. We're to walk in love. 
And so that means that we basically put the needs of other people before ourselves. Right. Uh, we we strive or we seek to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Not what we think is best for them, what actually is best for them, right. according yeah. to God's word. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's part of it. And then the second thing we're to walk is not only to walk in love, but walk in light, mm-hmm. which is symbolic of truth. In fact, often scriptures are together. Love and light go together. And uh, sorry, light and truth go together. Yeah. <laughs> so because truth brings out the light, it shows us the way we go in yeah. the dark world that we live Definitely. in. So we are to walk in love and we're to walk in light. And then this mm-hmm. third, third one, which is last weekend, was to walk in wisdom. Yes. And so we explored that whole thing of what wisdom is. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, for me, it was a, kind of a fun message to preach mm-hmm. because I've since I've been very young, like early teens, I've been fascinated and curious about wisdom. What mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. Why does why does the Bible talk so much about wisdom? Why is that? I don't know if that's ever been something you've thought through or, or had come your way, or if you have been curious about wisdom. Have you been? Yes, definitely. And understanding how it plays out mm, yeah. in terms of communicating it, living it, and... Um, you know, getting wisdom, but then also sharing wisdom, communicating wisdom, living in wisdom, what that looks like. So it isn't arrogant or being a know-it-all, mm-hmm. but how does that in a healthy and godly way work itself out? Yeah. I suppose it would be living your life, if you if you were to simplify it, right? Mm-hmm. Living your life based on what you know God's perception mm-hmm. of your life yeah. should be. Right. <laughs> or could be even, yeah. right? So you you want to live by wisdom, meaning that you can't run. You have to go slowly. Yeah. We were even mentioning today in our in one of our conversations how the the whole thing about COVID has been terrible. Lots of mm-hmm. brokenness, sadness, right. depression, you know, lots of yeah. terrible things that have come. So it's hard to even give any credit to that, but mm-hmm. you have to understand that because of COVID, life has slowed down a That's lot. That's right. And you know, when you finally slow down, you get a chance to think. Mm-hmm. You get a chance to actually view your life. And that gives you a, a sort of a, you're starting to rub shoulders or rub elbows with this whole idea of wisdom. Right. Because wisdom is never rushed. Mm-hmm. It's a slow look at how you live. Yeah. It's an examination of what is best, mm-hmm. right? So that, to me, I think is is really important. And so that's why he starts out with these very good words. Be careful how you live, how you mm-hmm. walk. Be careful, be thoughtful, be yeah. diligent in noticing, like the King James I mentioned on Sunday, the whole idea of circumspect, which we don't, right. that's not common language. No. But it really means <clears throat> circumference. It means look around you mm-hmm. and view spec. You, you look around you, and it's how you view life. Mm-hmm. And I think we are so driven in our culture that we don't often slow down and see how are we viewing life? Mm-hmm. What am I pursuing, and is it healthy and good? Mm-hmm. What are my goals for me, my family, my wife, my marriage? My mm-hmm. Because we just don't take the time to think about that. Yeah. And uh, I think that the whole idea of being careful is so important. I think that 
we often get ourselves into trouble because we don't stop and think. Yeah. I mean, how many times did you, as a kid growing up, or if you just thought, you know, if you just right. stopped oh, and definitely. thought, <laughs> you know, things happen to you. Yeah. Uh, and when you, you react you, and you just hmm. go, you move forward yep. quickly. And yeah. I remember uh, walking down the street one day. I was involved in uh, some Bible smuggling way back in the day wow. when I was doing mm -hmm. that in Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. And we were in this one city that in the country that used to be called Yugoslavia. Now I think it's between the Serbs and the, and the mm -hmm. Croatians. But uh, we were walking through the city. And one of the things that I wasn't paying attention to, <laughs> because me, I, I, I'm just typically just walking. Right. Not being attent not paying attention. Uh, I'm walking along and I didn't notice how close I was getting to the wall of these houses. And in these houses at various levels mm -hmm. were windowsills that would stick out. So they're all made of brick. Everything's made out of brick. So there's this windowsill that's sticking out. Mm -hmm. And I'm just walking along and suddenly right on my forehead, it, <laughs> it hit me so hard. I actually, I, you know that expression, I saw stars? Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I saw. It was like a light just went off and I went, oh, wow. And I staggered and it, it almost knocked me right out because mm -hmm. I hit it so hard. Yeah. Because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And it's not like that jumped out at me. It was mm -hmm. always there. And right. there were other houses along the way that could have warned me. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And to me, I think that's such a valuable way to go through life it starts by saying pay attention and out of that comes the ability to live wisely yeah and you know scripture doesn't give much room for wiggle no it's either you live wisely or you live as a fool fool yeah and i think if i go by what i did there that day walking down the street i was being foolhardy yeah. i was not paying attention mm -hmm. to what i was doing and uh, I, I want my kids, like as I was growing up, I wanted them to learn how to pay attention too, because mm -hmm. I was so bad at it. Right. I think one of, you know, how we do parenting, right? We parent right. out of our weakness. Definitely. <laughs> so I don't be want Be better my, than me. Be better than yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> be smarter. Be wiser. Yeah. Be, you know, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> don't rush life. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Like, do you have experiences in your life where you wished you would have just slowed down to make that decision. You'd have made a different one. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, for me personally, frustration was mm. a big yeah. factor in it. And that um, when you get frustrated, you just, you know, for me, it would just plow through force instead of stopping. Right looking at the situation, mm. gaining a bit of wisdom. Um, but instead, you just try to fight through. I found you know, want to fight through and force it and make it happen. And I should be able to do this. And instead of stopping, taking a deep breath, looking around, asking for advice if you need it, yeah, looking at the situation differently, mm. um, you save yourself some heartache. You do. I think you're right. Yeah. There is a lot of heartache on the other on the other side of being wise, mm -hmm. and even in wisdom. Like if if you've studied like King Solomon, which I didn't get to go into on Sunday because mm -hmm. of time, but here's here's the you know the whole idea that God gave him wisdom, but then he writes his journal, and his wisdom actually became a burden to him. Yeah, because he thought he could use his wisdom to placate right his passions. Yeah. 
and what he thought was important, power, mm -hmm. prestige, sex, right. pleasure, money, building, the whole thing, right? right. War, making war, winning, winning battles. Right. All of that stuff he tried to gain pleasure from, but his wisdom kept him from, from going there. Right. So wisdom is like a pair of brakes, too, on what is not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at Ecclesiastes. And, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. Yeah, chasing after everything. And it's, yeah. uh, mm. was it chasing after the wind? Yeah. Like you said, yeah, his wisdom kept him from yeah. fully embracing and mm. finding fulfillment in those things. Because foolishness just says, ah, caution to the wind. Right. You only live once. Right. Do it. Do what you want. Do it. Enjoy you feels, it. Do it feels right or what feels good. And I think if you live by those mantras, you are destined for trouble, mm -hmm. right? Frustration, yeah, as you definitely. said. I think there's massive amounts of frustration because we don't live like this. Right. And even as Christians, we don't, mm -hmm. which is why I mentioned on Sunday, it may actually be a blessing that we have had to slow down. Right. Definitely. Because <laughs> we get in those, I think, you know, we get into those routines of church on Sunday, you know, maybe a Bible steer small group midweek. And yeah. Yeah. we kind of... Um, and I think even good things like having a quiet time in the morning, but we simplify those things down to just those are, you know, a part of our schedule mm. and we're in this rush in this quickly going from one thing to another, that those are just kind of one, one part of our day, one part of our week. And we don't actually stop to think, is this having an impact on my life or is this having the impact that God desires for it to have on my life? Mm -hmm. And so when it's a to-do list, it just gets added into the rush of life. And, um, you know, we show up for church Sunday morning and we love it. We enjoy it. It's fantastic. But then we quickly move on to what's next or in the morning we spend time in prayer and we read the Bible and maybe we even say, yeah, this is really great. I, mean, I love the word of God, but then we're quickly on to what's next. And it doesn't actually, sink deep and have the impact on our lives that um, that it could or that God desires it um, to have. Definitely connected to understanding God's will mm -hmm. is being in his presence. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you could do it otherwise. Yeah. Like really. Mm -hmm. So you could either schedule it in. Here's my 10 minute appointment with Jesus. Right. <laughs> and then you move on because you've got a lot of other things to do. Right. Or you can spend time in his presence. Mm -hmm. Linger there. Right. Let the relationship be the the guide or the 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 desire, you know, mm -hmm. not just getting through my devotions, but actually right. just lingering. Yeah, letting those thoughts that you got in the morning sort of sift their way into your mind, into your heart. Uh, I, I think that's part of it because even Paul goes on to say, "Understand what the will of the Lord is," and you yeah. can't do that unless you. Unless you make sure that you do it intentionally, right? right? So definitely, it does take a bit of time management because that's mm -hmm. the first thing he says. Right. Be careful. Take, you know, redeem the time. Yeah. So understand that time is valuable. Mm -hmm. Time is important. And so, how do we do this? We have to prioritize things. We have to understand how time works. We all get the same yeah, amount. Definitely. The Queen of England gets the same amount of time as right. I do yeah. every single day. Twenty-four hours so a day. So twenty-four hours a day. You know, President Trump or whatever, President Biden coming up yeah. real quick. They're going to have the same. Prime Minister Trudeau, everybody who think you have has power, 
has the same amount of time in the day that we do. That's right. And I remember thinking even, I've got a couple of good friends, and they're able, and I still am baffled by this, they're able to pump out books mm-hmm. like crazy. Well, that takes a lot of time. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how do they do that? Because <laughs> I actually kind of envy them, and I think, oh, I would like to have that mm-hmm. same kind of presence of mind. Right. But I find that that does not energize me. So I think there's maybe a personality thing right. going on there. Yeah. Um, I, I would much, after I've kind of expended my energy for the day and, and, you know, you know, I think one of the things that I'm thankful for is that my evenings are a bit more paced, mm-hmm. quiet. Uh, so I can have time to do that. Right. But my days are so packed, so full, so draining of energy that by the time I get to night, uh, that's the last thing I want to do is sit in front of my computer. Right. Again, or take energy to do those things. Definitely. It just doesn't seem to be in there. I would much rather play a game with my wife than, yeah. <laughs> you know, than to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But some people, that's what they do. They discipline themselves and mm-hmm. they take, you know, whatever, 10, 15, 20, half an hour, and they just write out their thoughts for that day. And mm-hmm. pretty soon it turns into a book. Right. And I just think it's like, it's amazing. Yeah. Totally amazing to me. Yeah. But they have figured out how to do that. Take, mm-hmm. take and make, redeem the time, make the most of every opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then to find out what pleases the Lord. Mm-hmm. Very important. I think sometimes maybe those, you know, five minute devotions for the busy life can almost feed into that. Yeah. Shoot you in the foot kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, yes, it's good. Use the time that you have, but, you know, I think it takes sacrifice. It takes slowing down because of the, you know, the culture we live in that is so fast paced and, you know, your value is based off of how much you do and how quickly you do it. Mm -hmm. That slowing down cutting things out isn't always rewarded in our world. Whereas right now during COVID it is, yeah. they're telling you, cut things out, slow mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. don't do things. Yeah. And it's, we're kind of forced to mm-hmm. um, cut so much out of our lives right. that, okay, well then let's redeem mm-hmm. the time. Let's, let's do that here. Use this, you know, this time period where we have this almost excess of, downtime Mm -hmm. to really focus in maybe something can be carried into the new future that we gain from this definitely slowing down this i think so definitely where maybe we can use this time to get in those habits and see the benefits see the Mm -hmm. um you know what all god can do when we give him 30 minutes an hour of time as Mm -hmm. opposed to just that quick five minutes in the morning yeah that we learn to value it mm. enough to say, even when I'm allowed to be busy again, I'm going to take that time to slow down. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the thing that uh, that I also enjoyed was the whole study of drunk, why Paul chose to say, don't be drunk, instead be filled right. with the Spirit. Yeah. Because it wasn't uh, like in a list, like, Elsewhere, he lists certain sins to stay away from. Yeah. And, you know, drunkenness would be one of those. But this isn't the case here. It's no. not like he's going in through a list of things and drunkenness just happens to be next on the list. Right. But, yeah, it's very purposeful. Yeah, he pulls it out of thin air. Right. <laughs> no, I, I did enjoy that whole thing. And so many volumes of stuff have been written about, you know, and you have to kind of wade your way through and go, okay, which one do I want to pick here to yeah. bring on Sunday morning? Uh, and I, I think it was nice that we did have a little extra time in the message that I could walk through 
some of the the writings. I think I can't actually remember who it was now, but the writings of one author who was comparing the effects of alcohol drunkenness right. to the uh, the uh, the effects of being filled with the spirit right and and the whole idea that uh, drunkenness for example makes you courageous <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you're because you're oblivious to the danger whereas the holy spirit gives you courage in the midst of the danger right. and it gives you eyes to see god is bigger yeah. than your danger or right. your experience that you're going through like it was just kind of neat to lay that out and mm -hmm. but i think the bottom line for me was that I'm not so convinced that Paul was trying to make drunkenness and the Holy Spirit being filled with the Holy Spirit somehow a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. I think he was trying to say, like the rest of the book is, put off the old. Yeah. Instead of running after what this is, mm -hmm. go after this. Right. And I don't think Paul is trying to be an ogre, you know. Right. Stop having fun. Stop going yeah. and getting drunk. Instead, I think he was saying, find a new pleasure. Mm-hmm. Fill yourself with the Spirit. Go right. after the Spirit. Yeah. See what happens, right? Mm -hmm. Dig in. Yeah. Pursue with all your might. Right. And it, it, it of course, is written in, in a specific way in the Greek tense. That is like breathing. You, you go after the Holy Spirit as right. much as you need your breath. Yeah. You go after the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I wonder if we actually, like even for me, uh, who I'm a pastor, I live this life, I work in this life, I give counseling to people, I'm constantly praying for wisdom. But even more than that, I need to just go after the Spirit as breath. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, in the Old Testament, the word for Spirit is breath. Is breath, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. But to to pursue Him with that kind of intensity and that kind of wherewithal that you're I need the spirit for this. I need the spirit. I need to be walking in the spirit here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Making sure that he doesn't become an add on that time in the word and in prayer and uh, being filled with the spirit isn't an add on mm -hmm. to your life, but it is your source of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, um, you know, I can really, you know, as a pastor, you know, it's, it's my job to mm. be in the word. It's my job to be in prayer. It's my job to be yeah. about spiritual things. Yeah. But I can't make that my walk with Jesus. I can't make that the epitome of my life in the spirit. But that should be flowing out of my walk with Christ. Exactly. So when you're when you're facing whatever you might be facing. So, mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you're called into, so to speak, right. you know, hey, help me with my marriage or help mm -hmm. me with my personal problem or what does the Bible say about this or mm -hmm. why can't I do that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're calling out to God for the fullness of the spirit so that you can guide. Yeah. Not only people's lives, but if you turn it just half turn mm -hmm. the focus is now on me i need the same guidance yeah, definitely i can't do even my job but i can't live this life well i can't be a good husband a good father a good mm -hmm. friend i can't do those things unless i'm seeking the spirit of god mm -hmm. That's because right. the first thing that paul goes after as soon as he, he you know don't be drunk instead you know which leads to debauchery which is like a waste right, right? yeah Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And then the very next thing he starts to say is, you'll start to have these relationship differences. Yeah. 
that uh, what is he? He calls it uh, speaking to one another in in psalms and hymns and song songs from the spirit. Mm-hmm. Sing, make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to the Lord, um, to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It instantly turns itself into relational. Yeah, how we speak to each other, bringing right. encouragement, bringing worship, worshiping together. There's this dynamic that. Paul is trying to get after mm-hmm. that's the exact opposite of drunkenness. Right. When you're finished being drunk, you'll want more drunkenness. And you got the hangover to deal with. Right. And you've got you're gonna gotta go back to work the next mm-hmm. day. <laughs> you right. know? So the benefits are very short-lived. Very short, yeah. But the benefits of being filled with the spirit mm-hmm. regularly, constantly breathing him in and out is that your relationships begin to flourish. You begin to flourish yeah. in your heart, making music to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to be a musician. It just means that there's a quality that bubbles out of right. you kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're looking at that going, the contrast is stark. What you oh, end definitely. up with after a hangover versus what you have with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, I just think this is how this is how God wants us to be like with each other. Full Definitely. of life, full of encouragement, yep. full of strength. Mm-hmm. As we meet together, pray together, sing together, walk together, play together, whatever right. else we're doing together, yeah. you know, hunt together, yeah, fish together, yeah, go side by siding together, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, you with your friends. That Sunday, hey? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just one of those things that I think that if we want to have a quality of life that resembles this, we have to go after the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he will lead us into a life of wisdom. That's right. And he will lead us into a light of life, yeah. a, a life of light, and a, a life of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, um, again, it's that theme, I think, that's been throughout Ephesians. You know, a continuation of that idea of in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, being sure. filled with the Spirit is, again, he's not an add-on. It isn't you know, I want to do better in this. So, okay, God, what's your advice in this? Yeah. And, you know, I want to be a better husband. So I'm going to fight to be a better husband. I want to be a better dad. So I'm going to fight to be a better dad. I want to quit this bad habit. So I'm going to fight to quit that. You know, I need to be filled with the spirit. I'm going to pursue being filled with the spirit and the outflow of being filled with his spirit is going to be, I'm going to be a better dad. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be able to kick those bad habits. I'm going to be able to walk um, in righteousness and holiness. Mm. Um, it has to start with being filled with his spirit because apart from being in Christ, apart from being filled with his spirit, those things are impossible. Yeah. Agreed. Thank God we have the spirit of God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. I think we'd be lost otherwise. Yeah. Eh? yeah mm. This would be just out of reach. Yeah. It would be tantalizing, but mm-hmm. unable to reach right definitely i think that can go back to that frustration we talked about earlier and that if we're just simply trying to live a better life do better be a better husband a better dad a better employee a better boss we're going to be frustrated and the world tells us we'll just keep fighting put in longer hours Mm. um put in more effort fight 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 go 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 was in God is saying, slow down, take an account of what's going on around you, um, make better use of your time, spend time in my presence, spend time seeking the filling of the Holy Spirit in your life. And in that, that's when you're going to see much more forward momentum in those other areas than if you were just to simply try to 
be like a bull and just fight forward and fight that, you know, against those things that are coming against it. Mm. Even in the idea of the arena of wisdom, it's the Mm -hmm. same because it's God's wisdom that we're after. It's wisdom from above, not earthly wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the spirit of God is the one who is kind of the purveyor. He's Mm -hmm. the one who brings God the divine wisdom to us. Right. And then we can exercise that wisdom mm-hmm. because of his power. Right. And, uh, you know, James, he, one of my favorite passages that I've gotten to, I can't say countless times. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. Yeah. God will pour it out on you with mm-hmm. liberation. That's right. Right. Not finding fault, not pointing the finger, not you know, right. shaking the finger and yeah. clucking the tongue, but instead eager to give you yeah. the wisdom you need to make good choices Mm-hmm. So that you can call out to the spirit, you can have him in your life and have everything out of that come mm-hmm. a bubbling brook. That's right. Music in your heart. Yeah. People around you, you love to speak truth to and love to and sing. There's this sense of beauty and aestheticism that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great place to end. Mm. Seek God. Mm. Amen. Seek Ask God. him for wisdom. Amen. He's willing and ready to give it. And he's willing and ready to pour out his spirit in your life. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this week's Pastor's Ponderings. We hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to diving in again with you next week. But until then, keep loving God and serving people.